Welcome to Our World Plainly Seen, insights and commentary on the world around us with Dr. Frank Kaufman. Good morning. I'm doing a piece this morning that has a mildly curious title. It's called Dreams and Reforms, Refining My Life. They don't ordinarily go together as a string of words, so I'll try to explain them. By dreams, I mean that which I most would love to have in my life. These are my my dreams, my deepest desires. I'll talk about that in a moment. Reforms are what arise as we gradually come to see our limitations or our shortcomings or our bad habits or those things that we don't like about ourselves, especially along the lines of moral character, which we would like to reform, which we'd like to improve, which we'd like to put behind us. So these are two types of aspirations, dreams and reforms. And the second part of the title is refining my life. That has to do with coming to terms with and getting an ever clearer grasp of how to manage these two ever-present elements that pull us forward, that activate the serious parts of our day or activate our efforts to make more of our days serious. And when I say serious, I don't mean not having fun. I don't mean not being playful. But what I mean is that they're purposeful, that we have awareness, that we're not forgetful about the core of our lives. So that's what I mean by serious. You could be playing and laughing and rolling on the floor. To me, that's not evidence of not being serious. What's evidence of not being serious is to get to the end of your day and have utterly lost track of anything you're trying to do in your life anything you're trying to control, anything you're trying to improve, anything you're systematically trying to pursue. That's what I'm referring to as not serious. Okay, so on the matter of dreams, those things which we deeply desire, those things that we dedicate our entire lives to, those things that I can easily imagine that 5, 10, 20, 50 years from now, I'll still be pursuing that thing. Those are my dreams. Those are my desires. Those are the things that vaguely sit in a certain kind of image in my mind. Say if you're a great athlete, maybe your dream is to win a Super Bowl ring, or your dream is to gain that extra eighth inch that would make you a world record holder in a pole vault, either in a category or the best ever. These would be the dreams of an athlete. If you're a chess player, if you're a writer, even if your profession doesn't have these kind of classic glorious categories like being a bestseller or writing the book that changes the world, Alice in Wonderland, The Wizard of Oz, it's something that endures through through a long period of time. I believe that as we travel through the course of our life, we have abundance of dreams, lots of things we would love to do, and they usually correspond to tastes and talents and preferences. It usually corresponds to a talent. You begin to see what you were born as and what you were born to be, and then the dreams tend to attach themselves to or coalesce around capacities that we're good at, that are natural for us, that could house a dream and actually begin to bring it to realization. 
Now, before I go further, I'd just like to point out that dreams, we should have them. They are what makes life, what I called earlier, serious. They are what can define our days. They are what can give us purpose. Say if we have a workaday job, these are what we're always wanting to get back to and get back to work on. Even if we have a common workaday job, That's the situation of most people. Life gives us as it gives us. That's not a concern. We can even convert those particular hours to the pursuit of our dreams. I suspend direct work on the things I'm dreaming to be by putting in these hours to get the money and the wherewithal to pursue my dreams. I save my money. I'm frugal. And then I buy the guitar I've been looking at in the window for half a year. Because my dream is to be a great musician, a great performer, a great guitarist. And at the end of the workday, even though I'm tired, I could veg out and um, eat too much and lie around and watch idle crap on television for a couple hours. But instead I practice and practice and practice despite being tired. This is the pursuit of dreams. I don't have to be a professional golfer and just golf all the time in order to become the best golfer in the world. Some people have to work. Some people have to pump gas and wash dishes. It doesn't make it any less whatsoever a person in pursuit of their dreams. We're organizing our life around our dreams. And so the thing about most people, or maybe all, is that we don't have a single solitary talent. We have many, and a lot of them are not particularly defined in classical categories. You might be a person who, with a single word, can bring peace to a room full of people struggling. Is there a job that, you know, get hired by IBM or Mitsubishi to be the guy that just happens to have this skill? With a single word, I can get everybody to kind of settle down and get back into minimal harmony and shared labor. So we have an abundance of talents. Nobody's just a single solitary thing. And one of the ways of not getting our dreams accomplished and pursued is not being able to pick the one or ones that we have to limit ourselves to. To everything we pick, it's a rejection or a no to a bunch of stuff. That's just the burden of the nature of uh, material reality. It's constrained by time and space. So for all the time I'm spent playing the guitar, I'm not out with an easel out by a riverside painting. I might be a very good painter. I have to pick one or the other. I don't have to, but one of the difficulties or challenges in life is whittling down those things that I can't do everything. I simply can't do everything. Another thing is that I may like something better. I may love it when I'm up performing and people are looking up at me and flirting with me and thinking I'm the greatest. But the fact of the matter is eventually come to recognize that I'm not that good. I'm okay. I'm good enough to be in a band and be flirted with or be admired or think people think I'm so great. But I know I'm not that great. I, I myself know the limits of my capacity, no matter how many hours a day I spend practicing. So this is that part of the title that I talked about, refining my life. There's two things that I have to do in the arena of having a dream to which I give my life. One is to come to terms with things I love and like and are pretty good at. I'd be making the wrong decision to dedicate myself abundantly or or solely to such things. 
And the other thing is that there may be a lot of things that I'm extremely good at, and there's no way to know which one. I might be the best writer in the world, but I also might be the best lyricist in the world. I might be the best composer of country music or of symphonies, or who knows what it would be. So there's two types of whittling down or refining. One is recognizing where I'm not as much as I love that I'm, <laughs> I'll never be that great. And then the other is leaving behind things that I might be that great. Life is delimited. Material life is delimited. It's delimited in resources and time and in space, and I have to pick one. The last thing I'll say, that the dreams and reforms part, one's dreams should be external and they should be internal. One should have dedicate oneself to internal aspirations. These are qualities of character. These are aspects of myself that just as much as I could become a masterful guitarist or singer or speaker or just as much there must be internal aspirations in which I'm seeking to attain equal mastery over things that exist in the realm of moral life and spiritual life and uh, relational life, qualities of my being, not only talents of my being. So dreams need to be both external and internal. Then they need to be honed and refined and it's a difficult process. It's difficult to decide to pick one at the expense of another. And it's difficult to admit that I'm only okay at the thing I really love to do. So these are a challenging part of the process of life, but they're very worthwhile. And the earlier and the quicker we can get to that work, it just takes focused attention and energy. The more seriously we can concentrate on that, the sooner we can get to the type of dedication and commitment in which we actually have the possibility of attaining or getting a good part of the way towards our dreams. There's more to say on it. A lot has to deal with being committed in a life and death fashion and being unwavering in, in one's pursuit of things. And I'm not talking about being a frowning, miserable, reg, you know, regimented soul. You can be talking to a person who looks like the most free person in the world, but what they have come to is a life and death commitment to dreams that have been refined and pondered and identified. All right, thanks very much for listening. I'll talk to you again soon.